As we've told the many tales aboard the CSS Cavalier, we focused on so many of the popular decks of the ship. Deck 7, Deck 12, and who can forget, Deck 23. But there are many decks aboard this ship much less storied. Decks where ship's pilot Legs Loveless or Ensign Gelmir Lysander rarely travel. Take Deck 31, for example. You've probably never heard of it. But there it is, nestled between the beloved decks 30 and 32. Practically forgotten. At the time of the Cavalier's construction, there was a trend in starship design that believed that officers might enjoy living quarters akin to a charming city street, with quaint cobbled carpetways winding between curious shops and cafes lit by passing starlight. But it turned out to be very unpopular, and so now Deck 31 sits mostly empty, unless... What's that? Darting along the forlorn abandoned avenue, we see three small figures... One, barely two feet tall, is a fuchsia alien in tattered rags and a newsboy cap. After peeking his head over an email box and seeing the coast is clear, he motions to the other two. Hey, hey, you guys, come this way, come on! I guess we're right behind you. I'm so scared. What if the way is not safe for us? What if the way is not safe for Limoncello? Don't you worry, Limoncello. I, a Bobbly, will make sure that nowhere we go will it be unsafe for you, my brother. Yeah, and don't you worry. Me, Tony Tatino's always gonna have your back. Oh, Tony, thank you for looking out for me, Limoncello. Tony, a million blessings from the Madonna of the Stars to you. You and your crazy blessings. All right, let's keep going. He pushes aside a large wooden cart with a faded side reading Liberty's Cheesesteaks, spelled wrong, revealing the outer walls of the starship. As he does, that faint, barely perceptible hiss grows louder. We zoom in closer, 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 and you see it, there, in the wall, perhaps just larger than a pinhead. A little hole in the ship, a hole to space. Oh no! Guys, this is twice as big as it was before. We gotta tell somebody, and not just another urchin. We gotta tell somebody on one of the other decks. We gotta tell someone official. No, yeah. Tony, we cannot tell a grown-up about anything. Where did the grown-ups know about a limoncello? They take us away, they take us away from uh, me and my sister, Bobbly. Why, why, why we none can just say... That we, we keep the belly button of the spaceship a secret for the three of us. But that's just the thing. I've been keeping it a secret for a whole day. And it used to be a lot smaller. And if I know anything, I don't think it's going to get smaller again. I think it's going to keep getting bigger. And before we know it, the whole street's going to be swallowed up and sucked out to space. Oh, no. The spaceship is going to turn into a hungry little thing like a bobbly after lunchtime is over. But if the street go out in the black space, uh-huh. where will the bobbly and the limoncello and the Tony live in safe? Well, that's what I've been thinking. That's why we got to tell somebody, limoncello. And hey, it might not be all be bad news. Maybe they'll appreciate us telling them about this situation. Maybe, maybe if we do, after they fix it, Maybe they'll let us use one of those hollow zones, and we could finally go on that fishing trip we've been talking about. Oh. Just the three of us. I want to catch a mackerel so big I ride him like a horse. I want to see what the fish are really like. And I want to catch two fish, any size. Gotta be two. I got so many questions about what a fish is like. Yes, in my mind, the fish look like a horse with 
just say already. But also, he smells so bad. You think you leave the garbage in your socks, and the socks under a lamp, and the lamp is covered in dog doo? And he is tall as a building. He's tall as a horse. If there's one thing I know, it's that you two are probably correct. Anyway. Tony, yes. if this a minute we get to see what the fish is like and uh, touch a fish, we tell the grown-up about the hole in the side of the sheep. Great. You two go up to one of the other decks and let someone know. I'll stay here. Tony, you're not a car with a limoncello and a bubbly. I'd love to, but I gotta stay here and... He takes his index finger and presses it against the hole. <gasps> I gotta... I gotta keep the hole plugged. Oh, my goodness, Tony. What are you gonna do? You gonna leave it at one finger over the hole? Tony, you'll give your life under your finger to save us a toy? Tony, just in case that we never see you again. Why would you say that? I wanna know, I wanna tell you my real name. Okay. My real name is Bobby. Just as hey, I Tony, always suspected. Tony, yeah, yeah. My real name. Yeah. Is a limoncello. And you should know my real name. <gasps> no, we got to go tell the grown-ups. You're oh. right, I'll save it for later. When we come back, you'll tell us your real name, Tony. Bobalee takes her tiny fingers and closes Tony's eyes as if he is dead. <laughs> Good night, Tony. Good night, you're taking a big sleep and now and you make a nice dream. I don't think I should fall asleep, because what if I take my finger off the hole? Oh, goodbye, Tony. Bye-bye. Goodbye, my best friends. I'll see you later. And you turn and begin to walk away, and as you do, you hear Tony say, Uh-oh. And then you hear a sound like a balloon deflating. <laughs> I'm not a turn around, but I hope a Tony not a lose his favorite balloon. I'm not a turn around, but I hope my my pants are not a dirty. The last time Bobbly hear a sound like that, woo! I can't do it, Bobbly. A limoncello must turn around. Okay, let's both close our eyes and run towards the deck upstairs. Bobbly, no, turn around with me, a limoncello. Okay. Uno, due, tre! Oh no! Oh no! All you see at the floor below the hole is a little newsboy cap and some child skin. <laughs> Space. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode is... The Little Bambinos. Starring... Taylor Moore as Limoncello. Carly Minardo as Bobolee. Christopher Hastings 
as Begonia Blood Terror, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. fade now to the Cavalier's Arboretum, up on Deck 30. Usually quiet this time of day, but it seems someone is at work here. Who do we see? You see a seven-foot-tall mobile flower uh, walking around the, uh, the Arboretum. He has prehensile root systems that he's walking around on. He has dark green leaves with bright white spots, and his head is a big red flower, and he's uh, he's inspecting uh, various plants and flowers and such around the greenhouse. All right, let's see. What do you have to offer? Do you have anything for me? Would you like anything from me? The ship's gardener comes over. <laughs> Hi, can I help you? Hello, Judith. <laughs> Taylor is beet red. (laughs) Hello, Judith. (laughs) Judith, as you may have noticed, I am currently flowering. I I can't ignore it. Yes, I'm looking to cross-pollinate. It's that time of my life. Any good prospects in here? Begonia. Yes, Begonia Blood Terror is my name. You know, I'm a a botanist here on the ship. These aren't just... These aren't flowers just like here. These are, you know, involved in rigorous scientific experiments about plant growth and the void of space and what have you. And, you know, these are, like, science is happening. So, like, cross-pollination is sort of... Oh, you want inbred plants on the ship, do you? What? In You want them just pollinating themselves? Oh, flowers are sexual beings. Forcing us to scientific experiments for... Purity, is that it? Yeah, I just, I it, purity is important. We don't want to contaminate. I people. want to fuck these flowers, and I want them to fuck me. Begonia, I'm at work. <laughs> I, and I'm not. I'm out here dating. So what do you want to talk to me about? Maybe for this, what you need to do is go down to the Baron's Pleasure Dome and and see some of the flowers he has on display there. Because those flowers aren't involved in, like, years-long, even decades-long, you know, science. Imagine that I went to your battle station Mm -hmm. and was like, oh, boy, I need to fuck these little models of ships. Wouldn't you find that difficult? Wouldn't you find that difficult, Begonia? Begonia leans into Judith conspiratorially and says, is that how you reproduce? You fuck little model ships. I'm very open-minded. I don't, I, that, I don't, I don't need to or want to. I'm just using that as an example. What a strange example, then. <laughs> very strange woman. You can't you... fuck these flowers. Fine, that's all you have to say. There are just so many green spaces on the ship that aren't involved in, like, 
projects, you know? So you, I've so got, it's just like, I'll move on. I will move on. I don't have any fucking bees on here to take it out of my flower and spread it around either. I have to go and put my fingers in myself and what? No, do the that, entire thing please. manually. Begonia, I don't know what you, I don't know what your flower culture has around like boundaries around this kind of stuff. But like, we normally don't go into this kind of graphic detail at the office, you know. And I guess I won't. And I bid you good day. Begonia turns around and ambles off, shuffling vines and roots. He exits the arboretum. And as he does, and as he walks down the hallway on deck 30, he finds himself a bit puzzled as the hatch to a Christopher's tube opens in front of him. Ock! What's all this then? And uh, he bends down to inspect it. And a tin can flies out and hits him right in the face. <laughs> or stamen? Ah! Hello! I'm so sorry. Uh, 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 wait, are you a grown up? Yes, I am. And then he remembers the conversation about what's appropriate to talk about at work. Mature. Bobbly is about, you know, three feet tall. She's got a little newsboy cap. She's got um, a little tunic tucked into tweed pants and little, uh, little buckle shoes. She has long, pointy ears sticking out from her cap. And she has what she would call... Skinny rigatti. Egg yellow skin with pasta ridges all around them. And the limoncello is uh, a little bit taller, right? Yeah. Than, than Bobbly, and looks to be just a normal human child who's wearing just sort of a dirty, like a, a like a tunic-like shirt. It's like got like leather. What do you call this? Toggles? Not toggles. Like like leather lace. Where you know, like at the oh, sure. yeah, you know, just like a leather lace up. <laughs> A tunic thing. It's got like ragged, dirty sleeve ends on it, you know, tucked into reaches. They're like sort of gathered about his knees and he's barefoot. You can see how the like the, the soles of his feet are like pitch black uh, with years of, of, of dirt. And he's wearing a little, a cute little wool cap, like a little driving cap. Uh, and he's a little pale, but other than that, it appears to be normal. We are, we are looking for a grown-up, and we are playing kicking the cane into the Christopher tubes. I, I'm so sorry to carry heat to you, senor. I don't believe children should be playing in the Christopher tubes. Uh, is it which, uh, which name tube do you want us to play in? You want, you rather we play in the Michael tubes? Or the, uh... Anthony tubes? Anthony. Anthony. <gasps> oh, we have something to tell you. Well, come out of the tube and tell me then. What is it? Okay, but first you have to guess my favorite number. Oh, you have to guess a number. This is called guessing a number that the bobbly. You got to guess a number before she tell you that what she wants to say. All right, it's my day off. I'll play your game. 178. <gasps> He's so close. Okay, because you get so close on your first try, I'm going to tell you anyway. So down the stairs, there is a, a how you call it? Uh, a belly button. A belly button. Eh? A, pe- a, pe- a piccolo belly button on a face of the sheep. I sing you're a flower. Sheep have a belly button. And you'll see the vessel in this space through it. 
there's a belly button. Yes. That you can see the vastness of space through it. Yes, like a man. And Bobbly rolls up <laughs> her little tunic just to show off her belly button, and it is, in fact, a black hole. <laughs> and Limoncello lifts up his little, uh, like, tunic that was tucked into his little, like, tight breech little pants. His little Smurf pants. And there's, there's nothing. It's just smooth skin. So the wall oh. should be like that, like a Limoncello. Yes. But it's like, a, it's like a little bubbly's belly. It's just a hole, Mr. Flower. Why are you so beautiful? I'm, I've been told I'm not supposed to say exactly why I am so beautiful in this moment in my life. <laughs> but I'll tell you, it is to attract attention. Oh, mission accomplished. No, not from you. <laughs> not from you, I can tell that. Bubbly. We are not in a ourselves to this beautiful senor. Oh, senore. Yes, my name is Bobbly. And I am a Limoncello. Greetings, Bobbly. Limoncello. Now. What is your name, senore? My name is Begonia Blood Terror. <gasps> Signora Blood Terror. Flower. Close enough. Now, before you showed me your mismatched midsections, I assumed you were talking about a, a window. But, <gasps> but you're saying it's supposed to not be visible, the space. Yes, uh, our friend Tony, he tried to stop me from getting bigger and uh, sucking the spaceship out into the darkness. But I think he could boom inside the wall. You're telling... You're telling me there's a hole in the spaceship that sucked a child out. Presto! Yes, that's it. No. No? No, it left his skin behind. Oh, yes, his skin and his favorite little head. Or his head. Stay here, chicken. <gasps> no. No, we go with you. That's fine. Okay. Ah, yes, yeah. Senora Blatero. Don't, don't go back. Don't go where? To the place with the belly button. Okay. I'm so good with children. <laughs> Begonia hits a, a calm. This is this is Begonia Blood Terror to the bridge. We have an emergency on deck 31. Deck 31? Begonia, that, uh, that deck is uh, seldom in use, as I understand it. What is the emergency? Two orphans have told me... <gasps> No. no. Uh, Limoncello scrambles up Blood Terror's body and puts a sharp little stiletto. Like, it looks like a, a butter knife, like a metal, like a stainless steel butter knife that has been sharpened against the bricks of Deck 31. And the handle is taped with, like, uh, sports grip tape. <laughs> Which, you know, is something you could find. Yeah. Uh, and In he, one of the sporting goods stores down on Deck 31. Yes. Liberty Sporting Goods. Yeah. Modell. Spelled wrong. And uh, uh, he, he pushes the little little pin of it right into the space between your head and your stem. No, Senora Blood Terror. You not tell anybody about a bubble a limitier. You not give our name to nobody you understand me. Very well. Stand down, son. Hello? Are you still there? Yes, I'm still there. Is this prank call? No. You know, I'm very busy. This is why you never hear from me is because I am so busy. I'm cleaning up after Mitzi constantly. She is starting fires in places that don't even have oxygen anymore. Engineer Bushnikova, I have been led to believe that there is a hole in the hull of the ship on that deck, and that it is growing larger. Oh, no. 
I, okay, I, this is very serious. Oh, yes, of course, this explains everything. I assumed that the drop in the ship's pressure was Mitzi's fault yet again. Okay, Lieutenant Blotter, this is urgent. I would help you myself, but I am on the other side of ship and you can get there much more quickly. I need you to go to the bulkhead and get an emergency maintenance kit. You must repair the hole as quickly as you can and do what you can to figure out the source of this issue. Understood. Blood terror out. By the way, you are sounding extra good today. Thank you. I'm supposed to. I don't believe we are compatible, however. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bushnikova out. Begonia uh, whips a vine up to the bulkhead to open it up and pull out an emergency uh, pack. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wow. All right. Take me there. You said that we not go back. Change my mind. Okay. I don't know how to get there, and now I have to do the job. Signora Blatter, are you a comma to wear a bobbly and limoncello leave? If that's all right, I've noticed that you threaten me depending on what I know or share about you. Oh, there are rules. Rule uno. You non just say my name to nobody, okay? Very well. I'm a secret. I will never say your name to anyone. And so is Lee Moncello. Nor will I say that name either. But you call me Lee Moncello, Signora Blatera? Of course, Lee Moncello. I call you Signora Blatera. You call Lee Moncello. Lee Moncello and Bobbly. And Bobbly. Papa. Okay, <laughs> rule two, eh? Yes. You can come over our house. But you know I make a fun. You know I make a fun of it. No, I would never. Okay, rule three. You're not tell anybody about. You don't tell nobody about the things that you see down there. The things you see down there, they may scare you. They may give you terrible dreams. But I'm making sure you're safe, Papa. Thank you, Limoncello. Papa. I've seen many terrible things. Oh, I don't think I'll be frightened. Okay. But. This may be an emergency that threatens the ship, threatens all of us. Let's go! Okay, it'll just be on the three of us and I won't tell anyone. <laughs> I ride on the top of your shoulder. And I ride the top of Limoncello's flat little head. That's fine, I'm very strong. Look at how I flatten my Hades. <laughs> and Limoncello <laughs> takes out a little marble and puts it on top of it, takes his hat off, yeah. and you see that his head is perfectly flat. Uh... And he puts, he takes a, he spits a marble into his hand <laughs> and then puts the marble on top of his head and stands perfectly still for three seconds. And nothing I roll off a limoncello's head. Bravo, limoncello, bravo! And Bobbily throws limoncello a dog biscuit. Oh. He, he jumps up and catches it with his mouth. <laughs> okay, that's I'm that. a flat the boy. Yeah, very good. We should go. We, let's go, flat boy and. Limoncello. Yeah, yes, limoncello. Bobbly, we should go. We should go right now. Take, I'm take, a little round girl. Please, I'm begging you to take me to this hole. <laughs> and Lim Limoncello kicks the can back up the Christopher's tube where they came. Easy this way. We cut back to deck 31. It looks a little different through Begonia's eyes. Begonia, you see scrawled across one of the storefronts in urchin script, Deck of Miracles. But whose miracles you can't say. You feel almost a, a slight 
windswept breeze. There's an occasional shiver running down your stem. You feel like you're being watched, but you don't know from where. In the little boarded-up windows, you see maybe the passing of a shadow now and then. Stay alert, children. Oh, don't you worry. If you see a shape moving in the darkness, it's either a friend of Limoncello and Bobbly, or it's a spider. Oh, all right then. Seems you're the masters of your own domain here. Oh, I don't know if we are the masters of the domain. What's the data mean on domain? Is that, a, is that a, the, the part of the meal that come after the antipasti? No. The main? No, I believe that is the main. The main cause. Oh, see. Bobelli is the older one, but I am the bigger. All I'm suggesting is that it seems that you have expertise <laughs> here. You have, you know the area. You feel comfortable. Bobelli know how to make the sound. Bobelli, make the sound with your mouth. I see. And what does that do? That summons um, some sort of spider that you like to ride around on? It, it sounds so beautiful. Oh, of course. <laughs> ah, purely aesthetic. You think that's what a fish sound like? A bunch of pigeons flock <laughs> and land on Bobolee's shoulders. <gasps> Help me get the, the condor off of my sister. Take him off of me, the fucking rats! Get them off of Bobbly! You get the you condor and get off of my Bobbly! Hey, Mr. Blood Terror, help, help! They're taking my skin away! The birds, I have to say, are sitting on her shoulders. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty peacefully? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh! Begonia um, e- extends uh, a branch and just brushes the birds off. Birds fly away. Oh, the Madonna of the Moon, you saved me, Signore Bloodstone Terror Flower. Signore Blood Terror, thank you so much. Grazie tonight. Before I, I go to bed in my big matchbox, I get down on my knee and I pray to Goku. I say, stand to Goku, thank you for standing us up, Signore Blood Terror, to save my sister Bobby from the Condore. Yes, and I will say, I will say, not today, you Vegeta demon. I will not succumb. You hear that, everybody? You better watch out for us. We got a new papa blood there. We're going to keep all of the bad things away from Limicello and the Bobelli. Hey, screw you. Huh? Hey, screw you. Hey, fuck you, you piece of shit. What are you saying to you, little piece of shit? You want to play later? I see. Okay. Okay. Ciao. Now, why don't... Yes? Take me to the hole, please. This is an emergency. Oh, he want to go to the hole. The hole is uh, just a pasta. Ara. Ara secret house. house. Ara, ara, little house. You want to see where we keep the secret bed and the little kitchenette? Where little baby Bobbly and Limoncello sleep? I'd really love to do that after we fix the, sh- the hole in it's the shop. It's on the way. way. It's on the very... All right, then. 
All right, uh, if that's the only way to get us moving in the general direction. What's the general direction, I mean? Take me to your house. Signora, this way. Bravo! Bobily hurries over to an old box of cereal with a door cut into it and does a secret knock on the door and then just pushes it open and goes in. So the door is the size of a box of cereal? (laughs) It's a box of cereal that's 10 feet high. Okay. But the door is smaller than a normal door. It's, It's... it's cute. Yeah, and you can see that there's a there's like an old abandoned like shop next to it that's like large novelty props. Mm. It's the big. It's, it says Liberty's large novelties. Spelled wrong. I see. This must be Liberty's folly. I've only heard of it. Please, for entering, do the secret knock. Thank you. Begonia knocks the same way that he just saw uh, Bobley. Come in. Right. And Begonia, like, sort of retracts all his branches the best he can, kind of wraps up into himself all twisted, and then scrunches up and into the door. Hello, Papa. All right, so what do you want to show me in here? Okay, hold on I want a second. You sit right there. Yeah, and Limoncello hops down from Begonia's shoulders and, like, runs around. A... So what are the, what, Carly, what does the inside of this place look like? It's like a ruined building, like a shelled out. It's a, so it's, it, so inside of this large cereal box are normal-sized cereal boxes that form every structure. It's all cereal boxes. So there's a little table, there are beds where, like, the cereal box has been peeled open and they, instead of, like, sleeping on a mattress, they sleep in a mess of checks and things in Rice Krispies. And next to it is like a very lo- like a match, a big box of matches the size of a single bed. Yes. The cereal of course is Loveless O's. It was a it was a collaboration between Legs Loveless and Liberty Balboa. So there's a, like a cartoon mascot face of Legs that you sort of see on all these objects in the home that have been crafted out of the cereal boxes. Legs had made remarks about his own cereal before, but I thought it was just an expression about his ego. What are you talking about? That is a Santa Tooth Fairy. That's Legs Loveless. He's the he's a pilot on the ship. You know the man on the box? Yes. You know the Tooth Fairy? I don't. He's a common night, and I hear the man coming. He whisper to me. He says, oh, "You gotta protect your sister, Bobby, and you gotta make sure everybody's safe. You gotta kick the can so good, Limoncello." And I listen to him, and so I, listen, I do. I listen. I pretend to be asleep, and it don't matter how many teeth I pull out of Limoncello's head. We never get it in money. And look at how many teeth I got. I lost her. <laughs> Limoncello's mouth <laughs> is a folds, just folds back into like a flat line. His <laughs> jaw just unhinges to the back of his head. And you can see hundreds of rows of teeth like a shark. Oh. You want espresso? I I would. I think we. I make. And Limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> and Limoncello brings up two little cups, uh, and they're empty, uh, and they're on little cereal plates. And um, Bobbily takes uh, uh, takes a a jar of um, instant coffee crystals and starts eating from it. 
All right, very good. Now I've 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 come. <laughs> I've, I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I've 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 come to see your lovely house, and I we really should go to see that hole you were mentioning. Bobbly, he wanted to hear you sing your song while I play on the pianissimo. Oh, yes. I did not say that. I said You we, don't want to miss this. There's an emergency. Clap your hands. You gotta clap. I will not clap. No, you you need to take me to the hole. No, Papa Clepo. I am no. I will not. I have I have entertained you too enough. You've done a fine thing. Tell me about mercy, and I know I insist you show me it. Bobby Lee, yes, the limoncello. Papa blooded pale. Papa not like our little hay. He non say whether or not he wanna live here. He non say it beautiful. We said a rule is you can't uh, really do it. You can't make a fun. I'm not. You have a. You've done incredible things with legs loveless uh, cereals here. I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like it. But this is an emergency. I would love to come back and you could show me everything <gasps> soon as we plug that hole. I promise. Of of course. You come and a clapper. Uh. Next time you Next clap. Next time you can sing as much as you like and I will clap. <gasps> oh. and you eat the you eat the black powder that make me go kickety goo kickety goo. We'll 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 talk about that once we come back. Begonia, you look over to the the little kitchen area and you see that hanging from the ceiling is just like link after link of sausage. It's like tons of sausages in there and jars of coffee crystals. Yes, we'll we'll talk about what to have for tea uh, when we come back. But for now, the whole please the whole. Yes. Okay. Okay, you go first, Limoncello. Limoncello, lead it away. And he kicks the can out of the house and runs after it. And you make it to the location of the hole, and you find out that before they had come up to get you, Limoncello and Boboli had arranged Tony's skin back into, like, a sort of sitting position and put his newsboy cap atop it. And next to it is a hole, which is now about a half inch across. <gasps> oh no, is it twice as big as the last time? Uh, oh, Billy, why? The hole is getting so much bigger. This is what Tony worried about, he warned us. This the hole is getting bigger like when I throw the dough up in the air and make a piece of pie. And it is spinning and it is spinning like a moon in the sky and then it falls on you flathead. But this, this the hole, this they get a bigger make of the wind go that a sound of the air, Papa. Yes, very good. And Begonia <laughs> opens up the emergency engineering kit. Inside, there's a bottle of uh, hull repair epoxy. All right, here we go. And tape. Yeah. Food. What? Food. No, 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 no. I need this to... <laughs> That sound is the sound of Limoncello and Boboli slurping the tape up like one noodle and then kissing in the middle. <laughs> I kissed my sister. What, what are you doing? Well, at least I still have 
I still have the whole repair epoxy. And Begonia goes over to the hole and starts uh, squirting out the whole repair goo. Can you make a lasers roll? Yes. I rolled my number. It's a <gasps> laser feelings. Amazing Begonia blood terror. Do you want to ask your first laser feelings question? Yes. How did this hole get here? Uh-oh. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Tell me and then bleep it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Which, as you know. Signora Blatera, Papa, why you look like are you scared? Like, oh, is it easy because you look at a Tony? You like I'm, it's very upsetting what happened to this child, but I'm more concerned with the one thing that I know that could do this to a ship's hull. Papi, hi, signore Blatera. Why you look so scared? You look like you seen a spirit floating in the, the bad dream you have at night. Are you scared because of Tony's skin? Tony, fine. Look, look at Tony. Okay. Look, I move him around. Hello, Pinocchio. We know about Pinocchio. We know about Pinocchio. We found the book. Your friend Tony is upsetting, but I'm more concerned about the only thing that I know that can produce a hole like this in the ship. A type of bug. A what? A Gordonian macrobug. Oh no, can you tell me what it look like? In a way that you would understand, I could say, he look like a bug. <gasps> Oh no, I don't like the bugs. The bugs in a common they eat them like the kitty goo powder. You've seen bugs here eating your powder. Sometimes they try on my clothes. They must be enormous. Well, I probably is just a little guy. But bugs are supposed to be much smaller. Well, is this a big bug or a small bug? Sounds like a big bug. You're telling me, I don't know this guy. Boboli and Limoncello, can you each make feelings rolls? Yes. I win. Oh, Limoncello, very bad at feelings. He's more analytical brained. Yeah, it's clear. Bubbly. Yeah? You recall that there's only one urchin on Deck 31 that loves insects, that might have some answers that you're looking for, and that is the urchin known as Willful Grimly. Oh, you know who, who never shut his mouth about the bugs? Willful Grimly? That other guy that we live with? You know he's, he's uh, running around saying things. I don't want to go talk to him, but I don't. I don't know I like her. I probably, I'm probably gonna tell you something, Poppy. Please. You know, we are the nicest little bambinos on this floor. You've been very helpful. Do you know about the little bambinos? No, I've never encountered you before. <gasps> oh well, here we are. There's so many more. There is a many more, and then one of them is this guy. His name Wilfur Wilfur Grimly, and he loves it. He loves bugs. So he might have more information on where the Gordonian macro bug could be hiding. I don't want it to be making any more holes, or God forbid, there's more than one of them. Oh no, that would be a disgusting. We none like bugs. Me and me and Limoncello. Bobili, what, my sister, what if there's as many bugs as there are a bambini? There's too many. Oh, Limicello, not one of these. No, hey, hey, no. hey, hey, what's the matter for you? You gotta pull yourself together, huh? Uh, Limicello, you're gonna cry. No, Limoncello, if you cry, Bo 
probably gonna climb a louder and awful. I need your help, Vavili. I need... Limichel. I need... I need Andiamo. Oh! You wanted Andiamo? I have to do it, please. Limichel, I need help. I'm taking a lot of medibugs. In front of it? In front of him? Papi, I'm so sorry. We gotta do it, Andiamo, in the front of you. Okay. Un... And you see the two little bambinos glow hotter than the hottest sun. They both rise about four feet off the ground and they link their hands and begin to circle. They begin to rotate around each other. (laughs) Then they begin to then they begin to pitch and roll. (laughs) And then also on the yaw. (laughs) Can't forget the yaw. Dear God, what are you? We not know. Inside the Andiamo, it is it is white space, and in the center of this white space is a black speck. No, when you get closer, it's a tiny cereal box with a tinier hole cut in the middle. And we. Rocket through the hole. Into this, we shrink down real tiny and fly through the hole. But the inside of the cereal box is like a gigantic basilica the size of a galaxy. Enormous, mind warping, crystalline structures of stained glass windows of forms indescribable. There is a painting on the arched ceiling of this basilica that has uh, has Herculean figures with extra mounds for extra muscles in their arms reaching towards each other. And you think their fingers are touching, but when you look closer, their fingers aren't touching each other. Their fingers are touching Bobali and Limoncello. This entire basilica is built around these two life-size statues of these two little children. And on the ground beneath them, why, there's a little blanket and there's a couple of cots uh, and there are some books and one of the books is Pinocchio and they run and they sit on the cot. Stroke my hair while I sit on the cot and I andiamo. I think about all the bugs. Bobbly. Bobbly strokes uh, Limoncello's hair and it sounds like when you're just putting like like scooting a sweaty hand across a coffee table because it's so flat. Like rubbing a balloon. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Just imagine, okay, that you like the bugs. That's all you gotta do is pretend you like the bugs as much as you like the bobbly. Hey, they're good like you. I feel about each and every bug like I feel about you, Bobbly. Yes. So I'm not very good at feeling the things that are strong inside of me. That's okay. One day you will be okay. And then we can use this amazing power for something different. I kick the can so hard they let us do whatever we want on the shippy. Yay. I feel better now. Okay, andiamo. Andiamo! There's like a there's like a wave of energy that knocks you back, Begonia. And then Knock. And then the two chi- the two small the two little bambinos stop rotating and they just hang in the air for a moment and then they fall to the ground. Oof! Oh, are you all better? I feel about a bugs the same way I feel about my sister. So good! Let's go get any bugs from this guy.
I just need to finish plugging the hole first. <laughs> okay. I think it's going. And then with a little last little splotch of that uh of that goop, and then the can hits it. It works. <laughs> and Begonia, you're satisfied you plug this hole. You uh you smack your pedals together, job well done. Mm-hmm. You look up and you see and you realize you've been hearing that the hiss hasn't gone away, and you see, well, well, that's dozens of little holes all along the hull of the ship. Oh, no. Hello, my beloved listeners of Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Ooh, I just love talking to my favorite people in the whole world. You. It's me, Joe Lepore, GM producer, visionary behind these those stars of space. And I want to tell you a little something that you might not be familiar with. It's our Patreon! Come support us over there, guys. It's great! We put out, each and every month, a brand new Patreon-exclusive these those stars of space adventure. One of those episodes you enjoy, well, we put out an extra one every month, but you gotta be on the Patreon to hear it. And we got everybody over there. We got your Gelmeyers. We got your Thread Counts. We got your Katyas. We might even, from time to time, have your Groomdas. So what are you waiting for? Our Patreon tiers start at $5 a month, and that gets you access to every bonus episode we've put out so far. So we've put out like 10 episodes. That's 50 cents. Just 50 cents for each amazing audio adventure. There is not a better deal in media, my friends. What are you waiting for? Please head over to patreon.com slash these those stars of space and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get access to other stuff. We do a, we do, do a chat show where we answer your questions. We've got an amazing Discord you can join where you can chat about the show, chat about anything, chat about Star Trek. I don't care. At our, our $10 tier, we do watch-along parties. We do we throw up like a weird old sci-fi movie like, and do like a little mystery science theater with the cast and you can watch along. Oh, there's too much good stuff, my friends. Please, I urge you, come check it out. I'll see ya. Now, let's get back to that amazing star adventure, shall we? Begonia, just as you're taking in these dozens of new holes lining the walls, the hull of the ship, uh, there's a ping on your comm badge. This is Begonia Blogteller. Hi, Begonia. It's Judith. Hello, Judith. Hey, I just wanted to ask, because I just came back to the Arboretum and I'm missing some of my orchids. Have you seen samples 23X and 23Z? I have absolutely no reason to take any flower from their precious soil. I would never. Okay, great, because those are those are very valuable. I haven't taken them. It's just you and you were in you were just in here and I was just trying to pollinate them and maybe extract some of their pollen for me. Okay. Bobali is uh pulling what, bo- on one of your lower leaves like it's a pant leg. Just a moment, Bobali. This is important. Who's Bobali? Now Bobali is making like a like a real I'm dagger moment. I'm dagger talking movement. to a delicious make it home pizza crust. Now what is this about the missing flowers? I'm just I just wanted to ask you if you knew where they went. Bobali hops onto um, Limoncello's flat head and together they pantomime the shape of a big bug. Uh, Begonia covers his comm badge with his hand. Did you did you two see a big bug take? Some flowers? No, we, this is the dance of Harry Tepper. <laughs> but also, I wonder 
even the bug that make the crunches of the wall of the spaceship also eat the flowers. Maybe. But don't you tell that bitch up on 30 Don't you tell Don't you tell her we'll that we'll make you so sad if you tell It's a rule number one Well, we'll make you lie <laughs> down and go to sleep Forever Okay, I'm going to uncover my comm badge And speak with Judith again I won't say a thing I'm going to be reviewing the security tapes Is all I'm trying to say, I, I didn't take them Okay I would never Okay have you seen any Gordonian macrobugs? What? No, those are banned from space travel. They're yes, highly dangerous. I agree, and I believe we have some on board. So, I've got problems I'm dealing with, Judith. Well, don't give me attitude. It's not like I'm the ship's bug catcher. Well, maybe they're responsible for your missing orchids. They eat anything, you know. Yeah, I guess I guess that's a possibility. I guess I guess that's a possibility. Well, why don't you review your precious security footage and when you see a big bug taking those beautiful god, I remember them. Those gorgeous orchids. Then maybe we'll figure out where they went because right now they're chewing holes through the deck down here. Have we gotten off on the wrong foot? Yes, I want to fuck your plants and you won't let me. Oh. I've worked on I've worked with these plants for years. These plants are like family to me. Bobily is taking one hand and making like, you know, the ring, uh, a ring shape with her two fingers. And then she's got a pointer finger and she's pushing the pointer finger like against the ring, but missing the hole. And Limoncello's looking at both of you like really confused. Listen, Judith, we can come to a compromise. I don't need to put any of my pollen in your plants, but perhaps they could spare some for me? It's important that I have a biological diversity when my finally fruit and I have to go back to my home planet to seed. If I come back only self-pollinating, I'll be a laughingstock. I could I could probably spare some pollen as long as you're not, you know, it's as long as uh, you know the transfer isn't occurring in the lab, contaminating the lab. I can, I can bring it to you. The last thing I want is for it to be clinical, Judith. All right, we'll talk later. Excellent. All right, kids, let's save the ship. Um, Because I'm very motivated. No. We okay. gotta go talk to the scare. Do we have to, Bobby? Yes, we have to go. Remember, you're brave now. I'm a brave against bugs. I look at the bugs, and I, I'm not scared of the bugs. The bugs are like my sister, Bobbly. But I don't want to talk to the Grimly Man. Okay. We're going to talk to Wilfo Grimly. Why aren't you just telling me to hurry? Yeah. <laughs> we are hurrying. Oh, we're walking and talking. We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking. Yes. Uh, last I saw him, he was over here. And this, this is the barrel that we put the fire in in the barrel. And then we have a meeting and decide on the rules. And there, and again, there are no adults. No, just a you. But my, my sister Bobbly is older than me, even though I'm a bigger. And you don't want adults here? No, they're not allowed. All right. Only the invited You've survived this long, and you knew to come to an adult when there was big holes in the spaceship, so I trust you. I won't tell a soul. don't care too much. Chief Papa Blood, there, there, and being the deck of me, the cause, uh, 
I'm afraid I, I can visit, but I don't think I can stay Now let's hurry up and meet our friend. You pass by a quaint cafe um, that's long since been boarded up, but someone has clearly kept marrying the ketchups. We have a little a ceremony for the ketchups, uh, and the ketchups marry the ketchups, and the bobili us make them say, I do. Okay. All right. What a, what a that mean when you say I want to fuck the plants? Oh, well, um, you see, in order for me to reproduce. This away. Okay. <laughs> Next, you pass an abandoned hollow cinema. That's where we watch a story. It's the same story over and over again, but we like it so much. Yes, it's a story. Is it called The Midnight Run? It's about two men. Is it Robert De Niro and and um and uh Charles Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. Yes, Charles Grodin plays a, um, I believe, in a, a, a dirty accountant. He keeps getting away. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's. The I like the airports. Mm-hmm. They are tougher together. Yes. They not like each other at the, the start of the story, but at the end, they they okay. Like a Bobby Lee Limoncello. And you. And that over there, you don't wanna go over there. That's the hole where we make the, the bad the brown. <laughs> of course, of course. Everyone has to put their waste somewhere. If you need to go, I'll show you how. Thank you, I'm fine. I... Wipe up front to back. Mine doesn't work the same way. Back to front? Uh, sure. A bobbly. Yeah. Maybe a papa blood a tear or do a side to side. Oh, I always... <laughs> I always scared to try. <laughs> We're too scared to try a side to side. This is a long trip. Long trip to see your friend. My legs are so small. And I have one leg like this, and another leg like this. And sometimes I cannot help it. I run in circles. But she runs so fast because half of the time she running down a hill. Okay. Okay. You're, you arrive at the church, the home of Willful Grimley. It's a Catholic church. It's uh, Gothic architecture. Um, with looming bell towers. And you almost, Begonia, when you look up, you see a shadow pass in one of those bell towers. And as you approach, you can see that sort of using some materials you don't recognize, maybe it looks like some spray paint, some chalk, um, that it looks like the little bambinos, the urchins that live in the, on the deck of miracles, have just sort of drawn their own saints uh, at bambino height along the f- front and side of the church. And you see Goku, and Vegeta. And Charles Grodin. And Robert De Niro. And I see you've drawn a little legs loveless here. Uh, yes, the tooth fairy. Come at night. Yes, I'll have to ask him about that. Why does he come down here at night? Now we talk to the man I don't like. Hello! We for you here or not? You come out of your big stinky man. Show you. You coming here? 
Not to put a good pants on a limoncello, gonna take a walk outside of by himself. I'm wearing my PJs. Good enough. Be forewarned, this is Lieutenant Blood Terror of the Vanguard. We got a grown up on official Vanguard business. We are the teacher of a Vanguard business. You broke rule, Alpha. There's a bug eating a belly button in the hole of the house. All right, we're going inside. We don't need to do this any further. You enter the church, and you see before you the rows and rows of pews, but they're stacked with treasures. All sorts of items and keepsakes from throughout the ship. You see a series of canoes clearly taken from one of the sporting goods stores here on the Deck of Miracles. You see a variety of medals in, like, shadow boxes. (laughs) You see lots of statues and statuettes sitting in the pews, placed in, in, in rows upon rows. You even see a couple orchids near the front. Yes. Yeah, Begonia makes a note of that, and I'll have to... Return those once we're done with the official business of keeping the ship from exploding from the lack of pressure. Papi. Limoncello is riding on your shoulders, Blood Terror. Again, and he's, he's it, whispering in, yes. your, in one of your pedals that he assumes is like an ear. Yes, Limoncello. He's a, he's a man. He used to be. A long time ago, he had been being like a popular limoncello. But he get so big and he smell bad. And now he used to sit down here and Take it these things. I see. You're you're saying he's become an adult, or perhaps even worse, a teenager. <gasps> we think he a preteen. A preteen. Yes, yeah, so bad. Okay. Yes, think like a fish. All right. Okay. What is a fish like? Um. No, r- no, no. I want to be surprised when it happens. <gasps> oh. Oh, you've never seen the fish. Oh, my. Well, Go into the fish blind. Now you tell him what you want now. We bring you to Willful. Willful. What? Come to make an inquiry. I understand you're an expert in insects. Hold on. And then from a side door, a little boy emerges. How old does he look? Eleven. Ah, pretty. He's, he's lanky, though. He's lanky. Uh, He's clearly already having a growth spurt. Oh, disgusting. I can smell the excess hormones seeping through his skin. Makes me angry. (laughs) Like a a petal falls off of Begonia's face. No. Wilting and falling to the floor. You can even tell he's growing so fast that his clothes are a little little small on him. His pant legs are short. His shirt sleeves. Short. Papi, don't let him see that he's making you mad. That's what he wanted. Really? He wants to make all the grown-ups mad. That's why he take all of these things. Bobelia Limicello never do that. No. No. Very well. All players came. So nice to meet you. He's, he's standing at the pulpit. A Gordonian maxi bug. 
macrobug. A Gordonian macrobug. Or bugs eating holes in the hull of the ship. I understand you're an expert in such a thing. Yeah, I like bugs, but what does that have to do with me? Do you know where I can find the bugs that are eating holes in the ship? Oh, like I just know where bugs are? Don't I pretend you don't know? I like bugs doesn't mean I know where every bug is, Bobbly. But you know how to find it, probably. You know, like, how to lure it. Because I'm so smart, because I'm a big kid now, because I just know about bugs now. You're not as so impressive. Can you be nice one at a time to live in jail? Be nice? Be nice? Can you be nice to me? Children. They, no. No, this is, I'm getting a little tired of this. But you don't get it. You don't know what it's like to grow old. One day, I was playing with all my little bambinos. And then another day, I was too old. And they kicked me to the curb. Of course I know what it's like. I was once a tiny seed with just a bit of root. <gasps> deep in the soil of Hell's Eden. My that home planet. perfect. And then I grew. No. And grew. No. And grew and had to force my way through the hard clay-like soil of my planet. Couldn't you just stay a seed? No, because then I craved sunlight. I didn't know oh. what it was then, but I needed it. I don't know what that is either. Well, sure. Well, um, we passed by plenty of stars. It's the same thing. And I fought and I fought and I fought. Creaking out and then I could never go back. Never. All I can hope to do is produce, hopefully, fruit with seeds inside that could survive the trip themselves. The best I can do. You make fruit? I'm an angiosperm. I, I'm a f yes. You think I should have just assumed that you make fruit? Well, no, but I'm telling you I do. Can I make fruit? I don't know. I wouldn't need any fruit that came off of you, you stinky boy. All right, that's... We don't need to be insulting anyone here today. We're trying to keep the ship from blowing up. I need to find these fucking bugs. Now, you all need to cooperate right now. Oh, you're very angry. But uh, uh, you didn't make me angry. I'm just angry and fiddle. But did you notice all... Did you notice my, my little collection here? I bet that makes you so angry. I bet that makes you, an adult, so angry at me. Just a dumb kid. You'll see, Bobbly. I'm just a dumb kid, see? Oh, hang on a second. Bobbly understand now. You see? Willful. She's acting like she's whispering it to mm -hmm. uh, Begonia. Is clearly saying it in front of Willful. You see? Willful think he can become a little bambino again if he annoying to the... The bigger grown-ups. Is that true, Willful? You tell me. Doesn't matter what you do, but I will tell you, no matter what, you will only get older. Only will get bigger. Grayer. And probably... Lankier. No! In a rage, he rips his shirt open and reaches inside and throws three Gordonian macro bugs right at you. They fly through the air and latch onto your face. Bobbly would like to use a psychic attack on the macro bugs. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, like a, Make a, like a blast of psychic energy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, oh, yeah. Oh, of course. The, yeah. One of one of Bobo's psychic attacks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you want to make a feelings roll? Sure. Uh, that's my number. I'm a two. Bobo'ly, uh rips her hat off. Okay. And we see just a big, like, allergic, irritated-looking eye on the top of her head. She tips her head forward, and a blast comes out of the eyeball, hurtling plasma energy towards the bugs. And the The bugs are shocked and sizzle and and burn up in midair, but only two of the bugs, a third one, still flies towards Begonia's face. It lands. I'm asleep now. Uh, Begonia swats at it and tries to tear it off of his head. Limoncello, I'm so sleepy, you have to be brave. How how, how am I going to be a brave without a uniform, baby? Use it. Andiamo! Andiamo. Limoncello whips around and looks at the remaining bug uh, on Begonia's face. His eyes roll back in his head, revealing a second set of eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That were on the opposite side of his eyeballs. Yeah, 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 of course. These eyeballs spin like pinwheels, and we see that behind Begonia, all these stolen objects, certain objects lift up and rock, like rocket to eye level, uh, Bambino eye level off the pews. They look like stolen, like stolen electric devices and tablets and things like that. And all of a sudden, they just sort of the parts separate into all their constituent little bits and little bits begin flying and like connecting with each other in the air to, to create this sort of weird handheld device that flies to Limoncello's hand and he points it at your face and he pulls the trigger <laughs> make a laser's roll yeah <laughs> oh hot dog uh, I fucked up no wait no that's, that's my number. number that's my number that's that's my number. He's a five. That's my number. Andiamo! I rolled my number. Andiamo! Do you want to ask me a question? No. <laughs> no. And a net of, like, a net made of light shoots at your face and wraps uh, uh, wraps itself around your head, and you feel, like, electroshock coursing oh. through your face. Oh! Oh! These creatures are my only friends left now that I'm a preteen. Birds! And from the rafters, a flock of birds shoot down and fly at each of you. Kids are thrashing around, and there, yeah. Sorry, then there's an electric net around yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my flower head, which hurt you but killed the bug. So Begonia removes the electric net and tosses it to the ground, and then locks eyes with Willful, and then slings around his four foot long Vaser rifle and fires. Great, make a laser's roll. Oh well, uh, I rolled a six. I failed. Yeah, the you just missed the the vaser bolt buzzes right by his face instead hitting a stained glass window of Goku. Forgive me, Goku. I'm merely trying to kill that preteen. Say the Goku, I 
children, focus! Andiamo. Andiamo! And, um, Andiamo? <laughs> yes, they're going to take ha each other's hands. They hold each other's hands. And they do a patty cake. And at the end of the patty cake, they turn and thrust their palms in the direction of Willful, bringing him into the white space. <gasps> Begonia is also dragged into the white space of Andiamo. Ugh. All right. <laughs> Where am I? Now we are in Andiamo. And so, Willful, I'm asking you, what we do so wrong that makes you so mad at us? Why are you like this? I'm not like anything. I just had to turn to the bugs because I didn't have any friends left anymore. After I turned 11 and I was too old to be friends with you, you wouldn't let me play with you anymore. Oh, well, uh, you know, I, uh, I thought we had a rule about, uh, like, all the people. We make a rule at the, the bell of fire. You turn a thing, you no more than me, no? Well, we had never tested the rule before. It's not my fault no urchin had ever lived to 11 before. But now that I'm living the rule, I think the rule kind of stinks. You know, maybe the problem is that we don't have anybody, you know, who knows so much making the rules for us. It's all just that, you know, we're guessing. Somebody who knew that much would have to be way older than me, though. They'd have to be a grown-up. Um, one by one, they all their hands all click into place, and they look at Begonia. Except for Limoncello. But where are we gonna <laughs> get a grown-up? Uh, it's against the rules to talk to the... <gasps> the truth of fairy never come at a night. No! No! Well, Limoncello will feel bad what I said. Limoncello, look! Is it a puppy? A blood bear? Would you be our for real padre? Oh, well. You know, I've been so obsessed with my fruiting cycle. Uh-huh. Creating seedlings of my own and... Yeah. But perhaps all the family I needed is right here. <gasps> is that... Is it us and it's the other bambini? Bambini, come join us! <gasps> bambini! She a calling all the bambini. <laughs> <laughs> we are not a caller all the bambini. <laughs> yes, I will she do. <laughs> and Papi Blotera. And this is called the conclave of Tutti Bambini. And it did not happen for so long. Come on, all of you bambini! What you want? I got a claim I told the bambini! 
and one by one we see the Bambini blink into Andiamo. You can it's like it's like you're in Cerebro. So when when they yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when they blink in, you briefly see like some of their environments. Some of them clearly just in other ruined places and forgotten places. Some of them playing Earth. basketball. Some of them are playing basketball. Some of them are in Christopher's tubes somewhere else in the Cavalier. Yeah. One of them is taking a violin class from Groomda. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Fifty. Oh, puppy. All right, I'll. I will be your father. You. Oh, and you shall be my seedlings. This is like all the birthdays in the one. Now, we need to fix those holes. Can we leave? Yes. Say bye-bye, Andiamo. Bye-bye, Andiamo. And we return to the church, and Willful shakes his pants, and a bunch of Gordonian macro bugs fall out, and he just squishes them all. Goodbye. I don't need bug friends if I've got a real family. Well done, son. <laughs> Hey, what's your job on the ship, Papa? Tactical officer. Oh, that's serious. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I fight off enemy ships and I make sure that we're not blown up by enemies. Wow. I use a combination of uh, strategy, uh, up-to-date uh, defense systems. He uh, want to fuck a plane. Uh, that's, that's in my off time. He has so many hobbies. We fade now. We see... We see little Boboli. We see little Limoncello. We see Begonia. And we see Willful patching up all the holes along the hull. There were actually hundreds. It was a serious situation. And sure, a few more urchins were pulled through the little holes in gruesome, grisly ways. But you don't want to hear about that. Because you want to see this new family. The camera pans up. Up up to another deck of the ship. Why, it's the hollow zone deck. And there walk Begonia and Limoncello and Boboli and even Willful, and they're all carrying fishing rods. Oh, keep your eyes peeled, children. Okay. Should I look up to a tall, where the fish is tall, or should I look to the ground or side to side like it's a long snake bird? No, they're in the water. You just got to drink all the water. Oh, that's nope. just a story you will tell. No, uh, you drink it all and then they'll find the fish. I love you, papi. <laughs> it is in the water. You don't have to drink it. You see, you put your hooks in and the fish will put it in their mouths. Bobolee is going to uh, going to take out her fishing rod, mm-hmm. whip, it, whip it forward, then whip it back launching a worm into the air. And a seagull flies down and grabs the worm. Son of a bitch! No! What adventure lies next amongst these, those stars of space? Oh, these, those stars of space, stars Allie Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Taylor Moore, 
Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Produced by Joe Lepore and Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse, with the support of Lucas Wagner. Our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Space.